0: It's time for you to look inward and begin asking yourself the big questions. Who are you? And what do you want? The greatest illusion of this world is the illusion of separation. You can't wait around for someone to help you. You have to help yourself. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Panacea Concept. I'm your host, Matthew Diaz. I am an integrative health practitioner level two. I've been trained by one of the top practices in the world, by one of the top doctors, integrative doctors in the world. And thanks to that training, I was able to help my clients or continue to help my clients uh, uh, with various health issues and challenges, as well as my family and myself, And thanks to that training, I was actually uh, able to overcome my pretty much lifelong issues with battles with arthritis, um, and more recently hypothyroidism, and um, and knee and joint uh, degeneration. So um, you know, it's hard to sum up all the issues I had, but basically amounts to a ton of pain in my joints. Uh, seemingly randomly throughout uh, since I was a little kid. So uh, let's say around seven to age 30. <laughs> so so about uh, 23 years of random pain, limping, um, they were going to or one doctor recommended for me to re- replace my knees. And uh, luckily, thanks to all my training and actually going off of the beaten tr- path into the uh, integrative natural health field, I was actually able to find what was actually going on, which is very important. You can't help yourself if you don't know the whys. And um, and yeah, so that's where I am at uh, and remarkably uh, helped uh, my clients and my family so it's just very nice to help people understand their body understand what's happening so that they can correct it if they so choose that's the that's the hard thing so uh, our conversations on health are very skewed and uh, I'm not going to go over that today because I've gone over it many times so feel free to go through the other episodes I would uh, if if you want a more polished podcast I would stay away from the first what 20 or 30 episodes um, this is episode 32 anyway um, but if you want you know information is still good it's still good it's evergreen so you can go and um, listen to those for some good integrative health knowledge so um, so yeah so this is why I do my podcast I am on a mission to help other people with whatever health issues they have um, my I'm thinking of going into my specialties, um, but it's kind of hard since I can help so many people with so many different things. It's always hard to pick a certain specialty. So if I had to name one or two, it would be autoimmune spectrum um, issues and or thyroid issues. So hormonal and autoimmune spectrum issues. So that's basically what I was on most of my life. One little side note before I get into today's episode um, is, I was never diagnosed until age about 29-30. And that's because nothing I had was so extreme that I showed up on a conventional medicine test or was able to be recognized by a conventional medicine doctor. And because of that, um I was I? I mean, they really didn't have any idea what to tell me, really. And it was just, yep, that's the way it is. Uh, let's see if it gets worse. And that, that went like that for a very long time. So those tests are not the be-all, end-all. Uh, I mean, there's no tests that are the be-all, end-all. Um, but there are tests that show you what's going on, and that's called functional medicine tests. And again, and you have to get the right test because functional medicine test uh, anything can be named that. Uh, but there are incomplete tests that um don't give you the practitioner, but hopefully you're not just getting results and you know uh, doing all yourself that's just uh that's gonna take a long time um but they can order tests that are not quite complete and then you can get some markers and you're not gonna get the best protocols based on those results if that makes sense doesn't have to uh, just keep listening and eventually i'll go through it um or you can go to uh, the Integrative Health Practitioner Institute or instru- IntegrativeHealthPractitioner dot org. Uh, I then sign up for the Integrative Health Practitioner certification at the Integrative Health Practitioner Institute. That's that's a jumble. Anyway, so um, yeah, uh, thanks thanks to all that. Yeah, I wasn't really able to enjoy my life, but. Uh, now, I am enjoying my life. I have much more energy. My clients do, and so does uh, my family. So it's, it's awesome. Uh, so today's episode is on the mindset, or sorry, is on how to uh, boost or balance your hormones. What did I decide to name this? Uh, naturally correct your hormones. That's what I decided to name this. Um, so I actually also had hormonal issues, not just with my thyroid, but um, it is, again, it wouldn't be diagnosed. So what we look for as an integrative health practitioner or functional medicine or anyone who's looking into optimizing health, what we look for is a optimal range. So what happens is we want to stick to the optimal range, but what conventional medicine does is it waits to those end ranges. So let's say we're looking for, for 50 to 80, and um and that's where you define as optimal. And then let's say that conventional medicine defines as, as a, you know, a warning or as a red flag. They define it as, you know, if you're in 20, like, let's say that. So if you're 20, so definitely a lot uh, less of a, of a range. And, you know, I, I'll just tell you what I'm basing that off on. Uh, that's also what they base vitamin D levels on. And vitamin D levels. Uh, they, they are okay with it if it's, uh, if it's like around 20, which is not at all optimal. So um, so yeah, different. I mean, again, it, it's a different medicine. Um, what they say, is it wrong? It's just not optimal. So that's what we're looking for. We're looking for optimization because that can, if we're not optimal, it's going to cause symptoms, it's going to cause problems. Um, so yeah, let's get into... Today's episode, Naturally Correct Your Hormones. So a few concepts to go over. One, the mind and body are connected. That's right. You're not floating heads. I'm not a floating head uh, or torso, depending on what part of this camera is uh, cutting me off. Uh, So what happens is that when we have emotional issues, let's just say, or emotional turmoil, emotional baggage, um, any burdens. Let's say emotional burdens. That's a good one. Emotional burdens that can send a signal through throughout the rest of my, uh, our bodies. I don't wanna. I'm not. I'm not gonna aim too much into uh, you know what part of the brain cites a signal to what. Uh, but if you want a little bit of that, go to two my thyroid episodes, which wasn't that long ago, where I talk about the HPA-HPT access. I'll refrain from too much of that verbiage. Uh, Where are we? We are episode 24, 25, 26 on July 21st, 2nd, and 3rd. So um, uh, absolutely awesome. Uh, I, I tried to put as much thyroid information um, as I felt was appropriate for people to hear into those three episodes. And um, so you can, and also my political, political views. I say political, but it's really not political views. My views as a person. How about that? I also put a little bit of that in there because of the various news that came out around those times. So, um, so mind and body are connected. So what you have to get, uh, what is not being addressed is that uh, how we, why, how the conventional medicine model views the person is they view the person as separate pieces that are malfunctioning. So um, completely different thing that I've learned, and that um, honestly, if I'm healthy now, I'm, oh, I'm healthier, i I'm still working on my health, but I've gotten rid of a lot of symptoms that were quote-unquote permanent genetic, uh, you know, symptoms. And guess what? They're not. So um, anyway and when we divide these bits of our bodies into these little bits and pieces we end up not actually treating the whole person and we end up just concentrating on symptoms and if a symptom goes away that's how we define health but we know that very much is not true health is not just the absence of symptoms it's optimal life it's vitality it's it's uh, you know having having a zest for life, you know, sleeping well as you know, like ups and downs, appropriate ups and appropriate downs. Um, it's it's feeling great. That's that's what life is. And what happens is, we, since we've defined it that way, many people go throughout through life, you know, me included, to not that long ago, um, they go through life without actually enjoying it, and they think that's normal. Like how we label things as normal, is anything anything but normal it's uh It's a shame, uh, but that's what I'm here for. I'm here to spread the good message to everybody that that's not life. Uh, life is much better uh, when you when you actually work on your mind and body and then you pursue those goals that you didn't even know you had, and you have your life has meaning. you you give your life meaning and uh, and uh, of course, you know your family also gives your life meaning, but you know you know what I mean, you know what I mean um, so so we need to first work on if we're working on hormones we need to first be open to the possibility that hormones can be worked on and they can be improved naturally that you don't need pharmaceuticals to to you know regulate you for the rest of your life that's actually you can't be healthy uh, to the best of your ability you really can't be healthy if you're always needing a pharmaceutical, something unnatural. Uh, now, on the other hand, if you always need vitamins and minerals, then they're natural. That's fine. But you know, again, you want to get a good amount from your diet as much as possible. And then the other sub the supplements are meant to supplement. So they're meant to uh, fill in those gaps, and they can and they, they can be great as long as you make sure they're getting quality supplements, so that your mind and body have the right resources to function properly which i'll get into i believe and i mean everything's connected so it's hard for me to dice everything up so that i mean mindset and your vitamins and minerals are are connected and um and yeah so the, but so we need to start that upward spiral and mindset and confidence and what you can do is listen to some positive people some positive successful people start believing that you have the same resources as these positive um successful people that life is abundant and you will start to boost our confidence and all these things and there's some more resources you can get as well uh, you can do these exercises. I love uh, N- neuro-linguistic programming, NLP. Then there's some user books that you can get or you can become a coach. I mean, life is uh, is whatever you want. Yeah, you know? So uh, think about that. Uh, basically, it, if I had to sum up NLP since I brought it up, it is uh, everyone uses NLP techniques. Everyone's familiar with NLP. They use language, they use imagery in their, in your mind um, to, to change your emotional state. So what happens is, you don't really know why. So what happens is you'll end up using the, the language and imagery triggers or modalities. Let me try not to sound like I'm reading from the textbook. Um, so you'll, you'll use these imageries, these mental imageries, you'll use these words to change your emotional state, but it, most likely for most people not being trained, you'll use it for the negative. You'll use it to put yourself in a negative state and go go into basically a downward spiral uh, over and over and over again. And the more you train those muscles, so to speak, those mental muscles, you're going to uh, be easier to get into those negative states. And, um, and when you learn how to use that for positives, for um, bringing yourself back into a positive state, or or a neutral at least, so that you can go into a positive state, Uh, you're gonna be using the same thing. You're gonna be using imagery and words to bring yourself into a a positive, emotional, uh, upward spiral, uh, basically. So absolutely love um, NLP, so I recommend that. But there's other techniques you can use, but I'll save that. So next is, we're gonna talk about the hormonal building blocks. So we're gonna talk about vitamins and minerals. So where do you, So right now, where do you think hormones come from? That they're just produced from a gland, I guess, would be how most people would think about it. Okay, but where does that gland get the resources to then produce the hormone? So that's what we always have to ask. We always have to ask why and what's the origin, what's the, what's the why? What's the root level uh, thing? So, I mean, can you possibly go even deeper than what's the resource of the thing? Uh, what's the building block of a hormone? Um, possibly, but I don't think it's quite necessary. <laughs> uh, so yeah, vitamins and minerals. I, I'm going to share with you a, a hormonal flow chart. All right. So for um, my podcast listeners, uh, we'll just, you don't have to really see it, but basically picture any flow chart. Uh, and at the top of the flow chart, we'll make it super simple. We'll have three pathways. We'll, well, straight down, up, down, and then we'll have over to the left and in a separate parallel column. It, so it's not going to, I'm not going to go over the whole flow chart. Uh, It's not even necessary visually. So just imagine the top of the chart is vitamin B5, which is just a code for um, the actual chemical name. So we'll stick to vitamin B5. I haven't memorized every vitamin's scientific name. Uh, B5 flows into acetyl coenzyme A, which then flows into down uh, uh, cholesterol, and then flows down into circulating LDLs, uh, which is a different type of cholesterol, and then it goes down into pregnenolone, uh, and so that so that's the first one. So pregnenolone is known as the mother hormone. Uh, so it's really easy to um, it, I'll, I'll go over why in a second, but it's really easy to memorize pregnenolone as mother hormone. So it's like pregnant. Uh, so pregnenolone, uh, and then that hormone actually can go into two different directions. So it can go to a Relaxing side, which uh, will be parasympathetic nervous system, which you'll uh, you can go to earlier episodes if you want me to explain parasympathetic nervous system and uh, sympathetic nervous system, which is the um, fight or flight, so the, the stress, the more stressed state, it would be SNS. So it would go to the left. So the pregnenolone could be used more towards uh, progesterone, uh, which. And, co- and it could be used more towards cortisol and stu- and uh, hormones like that. Or it could be in the recuperating, rest and recuperating side, which is parasympathetic nervous system. And it would continue on straight down and, and it'll help rebuild. Now, ideally, we want to balance. So, yes, we do need to get stressed. Uh, that's normal. But we do also need to relax. But if we're always in a stress state, which, uh, unknowingly, and then um, that's going to leave less resources for the uh, parasympathetic rebuilding side, basically. So what you can think of it as is that more resources, uh, more, basically more, more vi- vitamins that get uh, converted into hormones are flowing more d- down a different river uh, w- it would be a good image it's flowing down this one river that's flooding the valley, or it could flow down this other river, this other ch- channel, uh, and it could go out into the ocean. And so you're, you know, you don't want a, the problem of flooding a town or a valley. Um, that would be the stressed side. And then uh, you want the river and the water to just go about its way and, and not uh, disturb your life. Um, and, you know, Rebuild. I'm sure things grow around rivers, and uh, life um, happens in rivers, and you can fish from rivers. So, so that's more of a a relaxing, (laughs) not not a white water river, I guess. Um, So, on this relaxing side, on this relaxing uh, parasympathetic nervous system hormone side, you would get more testosterone and uh, estrogen. Those are the more Rebuilding hormones. Um, the yes, there, there can be some issues if you're overproducing testosterone or estrogen, and if they're they're not in the right balance. Uh, but we're not getting into that. Um, uh, yeah. See. Okay. So uh, then on the other side. So on the other side, is where you'll be using more cortisol, and we can actually. I don't have a graph off the top of my head. Yes, I do actually. Um, So cortisol, so what happens when you go more towards that sympathetic nervous system side is, uh, I wonder if you can see my mouse, but if you can't see my mouse doesn't matter uh, because yeah, just picture, we're talking about the other channel, we're talking about the sympathetic nervous system side. uh, Producing more cortisol, which uh, is on a different chart. If you produce a lot of cortisol, you end up spiking blood sugar. Cortisol is a glucocorticoid, uh, which is the scientific term, uh, which is like it sounds, glucose, sugar. So cortisol will, uh, will increase blood sugar because that's how your body functions. It's a per- preferred fuel source. And, and um, so you're constantly... So not only are you getting less resources for building rebuilding like testosterone and estrogen uh you're you're also spiking your blood sugar and causing uh potentially if you, if you're constantly um in a stressed state or overstressed um throughout the day then you are causing more blood sugar spiking or or more blood sugar which means uh your body would have to produce more insulin and then there's a, that's another hormone so there's going to be another imbalance there and um and yeah, so we'll, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> uh, so let's stop that. So um, yeah, so that's the hormone flow. So we, so that's why I started with mindset. Mindset, we need to be focused on making a possibility that we can help ourselves so, and that we're in a good, safe environment so that we're not sending any additional signals to our body that, that we're in a bad environment. Now, there are many types of stress, so it's not just all in your mind, but I left that out because it would be an even longer episode. So um, just think about anything that upsets your balance is considered a stress. So um, let's go with toxins. Let's go with uh, viruses. Um, let's go with, uh, what are some other ones? Toxins, vi- I mean, everything's pretty much... Um, Sim, similar in, in some ways, but we'll just leave it at toxins and, vi- and viruses. And well, then, yeah, then there's even physical issues. So if you have, uh, let's say, for example, you're in pain. So it, it's, uh, for example, if I have, if you have joint pain, is is you're that's going to be a signal throughout the rest of your body that you're in distress, and then that's going to add more signals to cause, um, a stress response. So possibly more inflammation, more cortisol, more, um, gut issues because that could also, oh, that's a, that's another one, gut issues. So if you have digestion problems, imbalances and how you digest, that would also send a signal to your brain, which then sends a signal back to the body that it's stressed and you're stressed and it's just kind of a, a bad cycle. So you can see how the, mindset cycle is very similar to any cycle in the body and um and yeah so we'll leave it at that um if you have any questions feel free to ask in the comments below uh, i will be uh doing oh i forgot the announcement i will be doing a summit with a good amount of uh, other health experts and uh, co-hosting i'll be also co-hosting the summit along with my buddy uh, ted hanick and and buddies. and Senjin, uh, what is his last name? Senjin Lars, I believe. Uh, Senjin, I just remember Senjin. Um, I've known them both for a little while now. Uh, I will definitely learn Senjin's last name. I apologize, Senjin, who's probably not listening to this. He has his own content to produce, and he we're all working on on the summit. Uh, but there's going to be about what eight eight to let's say eight to ten. Uh, people uh, tentatively uh, in the summit so we're talking about naturopathic doctors uh, success coaches uh, um, other types of um, health fields uh, we're talking about um, health advocates as well well we're I mean it's it's a, it's a good varied amount even uh, oh even um physical physical transformation this guy had a pretty awesome physical transformation now uh, he, he was very overweight and he lost the weight and and is up uh, he's like a big um, I would say bodybuilder or strength competitor if he's not a competitor he definitely looks like he could compete um, so it's it's pretty cool we're all going to be I'm going to be hosting so we're going to be all talking to each other. There's going to be two two days and two round tables and uh, each person's going to have their own hours. So if there's someone who sounds really uh, interesting and you want to learn more about them, you can just tune in for that hour. And uh, the date is, uh, it might change, so I'm not going to tell you, but it's at the end of August, ideally. Hopefully it's not at the uh, start of next month, but because we've been working on it for a little while, but we're you know, trying to get all the, um, all the, uh, people lined up on the same day. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's, um, it's what do you call it, juggling act or spinning plates act. Uh, so yeah, uh, remember, uh, let's see, what's well, most of my question. There you go. Remember, <laughs> I apologize. Um, if you don't own your health, who does? So, um, it's better to own your health. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. All right. Have a great day, everybody.